it's a quarter moon of Mars on the FDR. No roof flying cars, sparkling stars. Headed up the Harlem and my trunk got candy. Niggas might be talking zebra seats are so flamby. A simple drop off, get the ready and breeze. But soon as I enter the room, foreign critters gon' Holla like whatever, ho, we needed was a reason All this money they been showing, they got reasons through the ceiling All we wanted was a part, all this seeing is believing From the jumpers, from the heart, pardon we with all this breathing All this anticipation, all this keeping the shit even All these hands in the way when all they reaching is beneath them All these plans we done made, all we see is what we keeping All you standing in the way is only leading us to be a bet Whatever on the vision, if they get it then they on it If they don't, but they close enough to see us in the door And let them watch them over there, let them watch them Know we had better dreams while we up. Better watches for your stands. Color range, rover rhythm. And may we go and get them at the will of what we on. And may we blow the engines. May it be just what we want. And may it all glitter just the same as what we saw. Cause what we saw was fucking splendid. All the scenery they threw us. Easy to encompass. Pink in my cup, stink in my blunt. Heard your man was dull, I'ma keep it blunt. Your whole fam fuck him, blam blams dump him. That's your man fuck him, you should probably dump him. Seeing Cameron and Pink Rover inspired me to up my pink game and scratch whack rap like the lottery. Grew up on Dipset, I'm on the Dipset. St. Louis Ave, my niggas got them dips wet. Project Baby, no wonder years, no Fred Savage. Get me in the booth, I pop a vein like Randy Savage. Granny couldn't move much, but she prayed often. Zanny's in the lead now, dig your own coffee. Shit. I bust that nigga ass right now. Ain't no but none of them niggas can't fuck. What? Nigga, you could never fuck me, my nigga. I'll fuck you up right now. What? 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 Fuck bust your motherfucking ass, boy. Ain't no motherfucking joke. Know who you talking to? Old dirty bastard. You know what I'm saying? I'll fuck you up right now. Yeah. What? 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 I'm the one man on me, they sword. I never been tookin' out. I keep MCs looking out. I drop signs like Crosby dropping babies. Enough to make a nigga go crazy. Energy building, taking all types of medicines. Your ass thought you were better than a son. I keep planets in orbit while I be coming with deeper and more shit. Enough to make you break and shake your ass as I create. Rhyme good as a tasty cake. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? A first letter of the alphabet. A first letter of the alphabet. Finally, we're back. We're back to another episode of Silent Fans. Um. Man, I don't know which episode is this. Either be episode number three, episode number one official, episode number ten. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out in the future, or I'll put a name on it somehow. But anyway, thank you for coming. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for clicking the link. If you don't know who I am, I'm Martel, aka Marty, aka I don't know Marty, aka Grand Leroy, your baby mama's favorite b boy, aka the father of Flora, aka Rose Zaddy, aka Flora Poppy. I know you're thinking I stole it from a Boys, the AKAs. 
Uh, I actually have these AKAs. Like, people know me as Martel or Marty or Grand Leroy. So it's kind of like, whichever name you know me by, uh, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy at every event you see with the, you know, natural hair and a hoodie and a puma. So I'm that guy. Oh, wearing a floral shirt. So they work at your favorite grocery store. That's your favorite concert. That's always hanging with your favorite artist. So I'm that guy. Whichever name you know me by, that's so uh, we're going to go with, I don't know, Marty. That's my favorite one, um, or Grand Martel. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, we're recording live from the Farfetch Studio, Farfetch Office. Shout out to the good, good homie, Darian. Yep. I didn't know which name to call you, but I was like, yeah, uh, he, has, he has a few AKs. <laughs> he has a few AKs. I was like, ah, okay, well, Darian, Darian, Darian. And also, I feel like I always say people name wrong. I'd almost say Duran. I was like, hey, get us to Duran. I was like, look at me like, ah, no, Marty, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, I'm happy to be back, man. I've been trying to push this podcast. Um, I think I would record a pilot episode sometime in February at my homie Dumbo house uh, on the south side. I'm like, all right, yeah, we about to do this, we about to do this. And uh, I'm supposed to record the homie Crucial at the F5 Studios. Um, but, you know, conflicts, schedules, schedule conflicts, you know, and I went through some bunch of crap. Uh, through the summer and late spring through the summer, I'm still doing really crap. My life is in shambles, but that's a whole different story. I'm fine. I'm cool. But um, we here now. We here now. Finally, finally. Uh, still working out the format. Still don't know if I want music in the background or not music. Uh, we we'll figured out soon enough. So around episode thirty or next year, I'm like, ah, oh, we finally here. We found that niche. But right now, it's gonna be a whole bunch of mistakes. So grow with me. That's how we doing. Grow with me. We gonna get there. We're going to find that flow. We're going to find that flow. But we have a guest. I'm going to try to have a guest every episode. Um, I don't think I can carry the show by myself yet. So, <laughs> I don't think I can hear me rambling that long. Um, so we got a guest. Let me introduce, introduce yourself, homie. Well, my name is... Um, I go by so many like nicknames <laughs> and titles. Uh, everything. Like Some people know me as Marcus. Some people know me as DM. Some people know me from my... Poetry days is respect, aka respect due. Uh, some people know me as Teacher Marcus. <laughs> some people know me as uh, Mr. Brandon. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I like going by like DM, you know, because it's, <laughs> it's harder for my students to find me online. Be like, oh yeah, but um, so DM. That's he's uh, don't yeah, mean you slide in the DMs. You may slide in the DMs, but or. D period, M period, you know. All right. So. Not necessarily meaning sliding in DMs, but no, like no, not no, no, that. No, oh, yeah, I'm the, <laughs> I miss the DMs, yeah, lady, yeah, so yeah, uh, <laughs> follow me yeah, back. Uh, no, no, sliding no, in there no, and join no. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So um, I'm going to go with DM. Most <laughs> That's a, you know, the title name is DM. The title of the yeah. episode is DM. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like, oh, he's talking about sliding DMs? No, the homie's like, name. No, 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 that's the name, you know. <laughs> and the crazy part is I, I have to tell people, like, when they, like, when I meet new people and I say, like, you know, what I'm known as, because, you know, there's also the, right, the right. Facebook, Instagram name. Like, oh, DM. But, like, no, nah, I don't slide in inboxes. No, 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 no. No, that's the, that's the abbreviated name, mm. you know. Like, <laughs> why DM? I mean, why not, you know. <laughs> I'm in uh, it like a DM. Uh, like, yeah. You know, it's oh, just, late night tip. Uh, what like, you doing? Uh, you up? Like two letters, you know. Like easy and hard to find. You know? Right, right. All right. So, um, man, it's like, so 
I brought him on the show. It's like one of the people I've been seeing for a long time. Maybe not recently, because he's been on uh, Taiwan. Yeah, been, been in, in Taiwan. Been but, in South Asia for wow. about going on five years now. Wow. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I know it's yeah. been a minute, been a minute, but like, also it's like one of the people I see, it's just see all the time. So, kind of give you even like more layers of why I call myself I Don't Know Marty. Because uh, I'm usually everywhere. And people, I would know people and be like, yo, what up, what up? People would see me, you know. On next to the stage, I know all the cool people, and like I would also blend in, or I just like you know, kind of you, you know, yeah, being be in conversations. I'll just be there, and people be like, "Yo, what up?" I'm like, "Yo, what up? Yo, what up?" And it's like you know, being cool with people, and I like I would not know their name. They would not know my name. It's kind of be like an awkward yeah, thing. Cause, cause like, it'd be like, "Yo, I know so and so." Uh, yeah, you know, uh, like oh, dude, <laughs> like yeah, with the hair, like right, 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 like oh, that dude that break, that dude, like that break. yeah, yeah, but like so, the one that break dance, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I always like it's a bunch of people I still know. And it wasn't until I add them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram, I'm like, oh that's your name. <laughs> but it's just like why I became I don't know, it's like people know me, I will know them for years and like not know their name. So them I would see I always see around, you know, back in the day and um also you know, through social media and just like it's kind of like a person you always vibe with. Like, someone I instantly vibe with, always like, yo, what up, what up? It's all love, it's all love. And just, like, stuff we post, stuff we talk about, I'm just like, oh, yeah, he, he cool people, he cool people. So, um, and also, he, you know, in town from Taiwan, living in Taiwan. So I was like, yo, I got to get you on the show, man. Because we was uh, ransom at Art Beats and Lyrics. I was like, yo, what up, what up? And we just, like, we was chopping up game and, uh, with the homie Jason. I got to get him on the show, definitely. That's going to yeah, be, Yeah, most you know, definitely. That's gonna be a for real major show, Jason. Man, Jason Harris, like yeah, Jason, you know, Jason know a lot. He, that's the Jason le- is like the dude who know everything. That's like. a real OG <laughs> legend in St. Louis, dog. You ain't grow up in St. Louis City watching Fat Clips, uh, like in the late '90s, early 2000s. Like Jason, like yeah, that's uh, that's the homie. But anyway, we'll get to this episode one day. So um, so let us start. All right, first question. So um. So you from St. Louis or St. Louis? You from? I am from actually the East Side. That's one thing not a lot of people know. Oh, like I'm from I'm from East, I am from East St. Louis, and like even though I'm always over here, and I'm uh, I think I started coming to the same. Well, it's crazy thing is I also grew up as a military brat. Oh, okay. so I grew up in Würzburg, Germany, Kernach. Mm. You know. I'm sure no one from there is listening, you know. <laughs> but Versburg, Germany, and then um, my my father and mother side is from um, the east side. Okay. But you know, got to travel around a lot, oh, a little bit, you know, because once you know, my stepfather was military. Okay. So, but my father, East St. Louis, well, Belleville now. But oh. yeah, I'm from the east side. Oh, what's up? But. Shout out to the East St. Louis, man. Shout yeah, out to yeah, yeah. Most, to most definitely. You know, most South definitely, Illinois, you know. Area. Um, Belleville, Swansea, Fairview <laughs> Heights. You know, the, the good Brooklyn. Southern. Yeah, Bro- Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn. Uh, Allerton. Uh, all, you know, I, I know all these places. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 You know. But, um, yeah. So. Uh, good times in Brooklyn. And bad times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. I I think we all have. I think, Um, I think, yeah. You you have to have like good and like what? It's the where you can go to church and go to the strip club in the same day. In the same day. That's all. Yeah, like it's a big crit cover where he's like, uh, it's it's an illustration of baby standing in between like a church and a strip club. I'm like, wow, that's 
That's Brooklyn, Illinois. That is yeah. yeah it's you know. really like yes, Lord, she got thick ass. Yeah, but so like, but like, where you, Lord have mercy, like, where these ones going? These ones are going to my tide. <laughs> but like, like Future said, you know, bless the bless the drug dealers. Brooklyn, Illinois says, bless all the strippers. You know, <laughs> bless like. Like, yes, sir. Yes, Lord. Like, get on that pole and make that tired money, baby. Make the tired money. Make that money circulate, well, baby. Like, like, <laughs> make a dollar circulate. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's right. Yo, that's yeah. I have, I have, I have a, like, a bunch of good stories. I have one horrible story. Well, not uh, too, I ain't got the most horrible. People really do have horrible stories. Yeah. Being in Brooklyn, Illinois. I have, um, yo, so I, I never... I have an old Facebook. It should be coming up. It should pop up in my memories any day now. But um, I used to go to the strip club a lot. Um, that was my thing. Like four or five years ago, five, five, six years ago. Um, it was exciting. It was, you know, um, you know, I was single man. Uh, I was single man. I was like, you know what, you know, I'm gonna see some booty shaking. You know, I want, you know. That's for me, you know. Just you know. Let me play, pay some college tuition. Let me, you, you know, know? Let me pay some bills. Let me but pay like, some bills. Oh, uh, you, but like you're gonna be a nurse, and you're gonna be a nurse. Right. And, you know, <laughs> you're an RN. You're a medical assistant. Like, you are a CNA. <laughs> I believe in you. Here, right. here's some ones. Go get that education. Yeah, baby. Go be somebody. Um, yeah, I know. Um, so I used to go a lot, and like, I got a girlfriend, and after a while, you know. I have no reason to go now. I have a girl now. <laughs> you know what? You know what's crazy? Like, when I was, because, you know, I used to do poetry, a lot mm-hmm. of people. So, I used to like strip clubs, mm. but more or less to, like, write at. Because, Yo, I, I to, 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 I yeah. Did, yeah. But the thing is, I fell out of liking strip clubs when it was, it's, it's now defunct. It's no longer there. But the pink slip, the uh, owner. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, take a yeah, moment yeah. of silence. Moment of silence to the pink slip. Pink slip. Hold yeah. on. Let me go. All right. All yeah, right. Yeah, you know. So the, it was the I think he was the owner of the manager, light skin guy. He was like, you could come in here and, you know, whatever. But and I used to travel around with my poetry books. Like, you know, I was like, I could write everywhere. And because I would go to the hoodest of hood clubs yeah. on the east side and just write. That's the thing. Yeah. These poems. He's like, oh, but you can't bring those. And I'm like, why not? It's like, ah, uh, no, we don't want no, we don't want no writing in here. And I'm like, you know what? If I could bring, if I could almost sneak a gun in here, <laughs> if I can basically, you know, be like, hey, look, you want to be my whore for the night right. and do that? But I can't bring in poetry books and try to, like, kind of uplift people. Right. Uh, I ain't going to come. You right, know, right. you can smoke weed there. You, know, you can smoke weed, but no, the poetry, poetry books. Oh poetry. no! But Nigga, like, is you writing and reading? But like, oh, you got a gun? Oh, that's cool. You got an ink pen and some paper? What? You trying to kick knowledge? What the? Fuck? You, oh, but like, oh, we ain't taking them haikus no more. Like, <laughs> but like, you want to write a soliloquy? What? <laughs> yeah. So. Yo, yeah. Yo. Oh man, yo, that's. I can't find yo. That's I used to write. I used to gain gain so much inspiration, like especially from my dancing. So I would watch that. I would be like, yo, she dope. Okay, she on beat. Bam. All right. Mm. I'll be on that. Like I'd have like lusting and have like, yo, that's a dope move she did. Okay, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna yeah. Technique and like, 
Strippers used to come to me to like, oh, you look so innocent. You look so nice. I ended up chopping game with them. Let's just talking, like, genuinely talking. Like, I became cool with the strippers. They're like, oh, hey, Graham. Hey, Marty. I'm crazy. Like, like hey. I, went, I went to school with some of the strippers. So it's like, I, yo, it was like I, hey, how you doing? Me too. How your yo, yo, daddy? <laughs> and, oh, and then it was like, oh, you doing homework? I'm like, no, I'm writing. Write, here you go. Write a poem about me. Like, wh- how? <laughs> but like, she is on that pole. <laughs> Working for her soul. And she, no, like, nah. Working for her soul. Like, trying, but like, what do you do when your child is at home (laughs) crying all alone? Because he's hungry. (laughs) Yo. Like, nah. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. So, um, I used to, yeah, I used to go to Game Inspiration. I used to, uh, just hanging out and being cool. Like, I got really cool with the strippers. And also, I worked on my mouthpiece, just, yeah. like, hollering at women. Like, if I can pull a stripper, like, yeah, well, yeah. and she got, and she has a mouth. Like, some of them was easy to pull. Some mm-hmm. was not. Some had that strict mind state. Like, they were like, I'm you the customer. Di- I'm trying I need to get that money dollars. out of you. Yeah. And some of us were like, all right, I respect the game. I respect the strippers that was about their money and, like, didn't con. You know what's I, the craziest thing I had? Like, conversation I had at a stripper when I used to go. <laughs> I had this conversation about the quality, the different qualities of orange juice in different areas. <laughs> and it was like an hour-long conversation. And, you know, and I, it got to the point where I felt like, hey, she's supposed to be working. Like, how are we talking about the difference between Tropicana and light gold? You know, like, I, hey, light gold is delicious. But you, she's like, no, 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 see. Certain orange juices need the pulp and the bitters. Others, they're just naturally like that. Yeah. You know, that was the weirdest. That and stock tips. Like, wow. yeah. Again, you got to, you know, target on Man. But like, but like, you need to itemize your transactions. You need to write it out. But like, you need to make them dollars work. But like, the funny thing you're talking about, like writing. Uh, I remember one time I went on like kind of a dead night. My thing, I used to go Thursday nights and I used to go Sunday nights because it was just like going on Friday and Saturday at the pink slip or bottoms up. It was just packed, packed jam, packed jam. It's just like, it's not fun with packed jam. I used yeah. to go early and the strippers used to freshly get there. They used to take a shower, they fresh and clean. So that was a game where the strippers used to go tell me, like, yo, make sure you get here early. And like, chicks would be heard, they chilling. Like, it'd be times I was the only dude in there and it's like, room like 30 strippers just circling around me like oh okay i don't know what's gonna happen but it's gonna be the interesting but um so at once i went on a sunday just you know on a humbug and i saw this girl she was slow so she was literally studying for a test there like, it was a stripper she had you know the whole outfit on she was off the you know off the side looking at her worksheet studying i was like yo what you doing today yeah i got a test on monday you know i'm just trying to study for it. i'm like yo i mean that's i gave man. her so much money i was like yo i love that that's the sexy thing i ever seen I, mean, because, I was like, know, yo, hope, good luck, Um, hope you make it, I'm going to check back on you. And so, that was like, yo, that was like, one of my favorite strip stories is like, yo, I just went there. I mean, you could, you could, you could have been like, I believe the strippers are the people, <laughs> teach them well, let them lead the way, show them all like, the beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, but yo, I knew... I knew some homegirls, like, later on, I found out they were strippers, like, low-key, like, they was in college. I'm like, yo, you out here stripping to get extra money, you feel like that's your hustle, uh, yo, do that. Like, make the money, don't make the money, make no, you. No, no, see, the, the craziest thing is, like, have you ever been um V Live out in, like, Houston? No, no, no. Oh, man. So, I was there, before I left, before I left for Taiwan, I was there with an ex. And we used to say because he's a friend of hers birthday. Okay. And, you know, like, it was a group of us. So 
you know, they're from Dallas, so we was like, okay, let's go to this this spot in Houston V Live. That literally wasn't the plan, but we ended up there. Mm. So first, you know, it was I think the spot was known because Drake would shout it out and whatever. <laughs> so the spot cost like forty dollars to get in per person. So it was it was a real a real ticket. Now we get in, and you know, we all like these you know upstanding community. You know, we're like, I am educated and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we were all talking to us, you know, her friends. It was hood, hood, but it's cool. Right. We was all talking to this, uh, this one chick out on the stage. Like, and I don't know if they get nude every alive. They do, like, the Cirque Soleil uh, kind of stuff. Okay. But it was so much money thrown at her. They needed a push broom to sweep it oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it was these dudes. They were like, someone were basketball players. Someone were professional. I don't know their name. Uh, they were having a throw money at the dancers competition. And one dude, I swore he threw, he threw $40,000 wow, in like a song. And you know what? My ex was like, look, you know what? Half this degree, I'm about to get on that stage. <laughs> I'm, and I was like, look, I will drive you here. <laughs> be like, what time is it? It's, it's dance time. Be like, wait, wait, but like, we need to. It was they was taking off an uh, actual one of them old school right, right. push brooms just to get the dollars up, <laughs> and it took three of them. <laughs> one dude had so much money. Look, I was like, look, bro, if if this money falls. Right. Yeah, hey, I'm a I'm a strong, commendable dude. I will get down. It was like, oh, like what? Like, like the Lord has been merciful. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey man, like, I don't know, I don't know where this stat came from, but it came from somewhere. It, it came from the sky, you know. But like, yes, <laughs> like, and that's the thing. Um, I've been knowing some strippers. It's just like some people feel like that's the way. I'm like, honestly, you out there, you feel like that's the way to do it. Dude, I'm sure your listeners. To, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sure your listeners are like, when they go talk about like the regulars, they've been talking about <laughs> strippers for like a while. Look, like, hey, I think like, every podcast I've been on, I end up always talking about strippers, yeah. and it's like I haven't been in like maybe in a. My, Maybe two my, or three. Not bad listeners. If, no, you know, it's just like, hey, you with this show, I mean, you can get with a little bit of everything. Like you gonna get stripper talk, you gonna get yeah, spiritual yeah. talk, you gonna get a little bit religious because talk. They, you gonna they get admit everything. You, you know? So you need your evil and your good. You, you need know? everything. You need. You, know, you, you look. You can't just drink coffee without having some cocaine. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm not saying I drink coffee. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know people who drink coffee and, you know, partake. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not me. I I am a good, upstanding citizen from yeah, East St. Louis. I don't do none of that stuff. <laughs> I'm know, good. No. You know, I'm a good, see the, good I, citizen yeah. from the south side of St. Louis. Yes, so yes. I, I don't know none of that. No, but I don't know. No, <laughs> I know it's expensive. I know if you go to Pedro and you say seven, <laughs> right, um, right, but right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, all right. We're going to move past the strip of talk, but that's, you know, I look. It could be every show. I might even talk about strippers. That's my thing. I haven't been. I actually haven't been a long time. If I knew Pink Sick was going. Pink Sick was closed. I would yes. stop by. You know, like hey, hey all right. What's crazy? Pink Slip and Coffee Cartel closed in like the same time. Yo! And I don't know which one I feel sadder for. Yo. Like, oh my god. I was like, and crazy because I don't drink coffee, and you know, and I don't really like you know like strip clubs that much. But I'm like, <laughs> oh man, they closed the Coffee Cartel and the Pink Slip. Oh my god, what? Like, oh. dang, these institutions.
institutions of fine hanger out acts. Right. Like what? Le- both legendary spots like, in St. Louis. You ain't a yeah. real. You ain't a real St. Louis. And man. they both got the same time that they open. Like, right. like <laughs> we can fin- I finna throw some dollars at these baristas. Right. And they both got <laughs> the same size. Yeah. Like both. Hey, that's both. You gotta be a real St. Louis and like, like yeah, let's meet at the coffee cartel. That's like so yeah. many. So many meetings happen in a coffee cartel. Yes. So many meetups. So many first dates. You know what I mean? Like, yo, it's plenty. Of, like, even a shout out to the homie Corey Black. He shot his first video, Finger in My Finger, Nose. I remember that I'm, video. I'm in, the, like, I'm in the background. I remember that I'm video. One, and, like, like, I remember so many people in that video. Right. I was just like, yo, that was yeah, that was a good force video. Definitely. Um, Finger in my nose. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. <laughs> And it was just crazy. <laughs> it was just like, and then the pink circle. I was like, wow, that's like two major spots. Like two St. Louis, like, yo, stuff changing here. Like, I'm, so, we can back way into that. So, I can talk to you about this, too. So, like, I realize I'm getting to that age. Um, I don't like to don't say my age, but I'm grown. I'm old. <laughs> Even I'm, though everybody like, aren't you, like, 22? I'm like, ha. Like, like, aren't you, like, 15? It's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I may look like a teenager and sound like one sometimes, but I'm, I'm grown. I'm like, man, I've been paying taxes for as long as I've been an adult, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm almost old enough to have uh, kids uh, in high school, but not, not that much. But, um, yeah. So um, I'm getting to that age to where I'm, like, looking around St. Louis. I'm like, yo, this used to be here. And this used to be here, and I remember oh, this was this. this yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm old and washed now. No. <laughs> oh, because it was something your parents and, like, uncles and older cousins would say, or just elders be like, yeah, I remember it used to be an ice cream shop right here. And, like, oh, man, I remember it used to go to the famous bar right here, you know, on Chippewa and against our way. I like, mean, I had that conversation, like, <laughs> like re- I think yesterday about, the loop because I just happened to go to the oh, man, I just happened to go to Delmar Loop and uh, I'm like dang uh, and I think like the only thing I remember that was there like okay so a couple of restaurants yeah but uh it was um Vintage Vinyl right and when I was here Vintage Vinyl was packed yo that was now nah, I went there it was like four people but I found like the old Aaliyah CD you can't find online, so I was like, "Yes, oh, it's a win." Yeah, still, yes, still a vintage, still a gold mine. Like yeah. it's a place like people go every now and again. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I always also first date tip. Always take a date to uh, vintage. Oh vinyl. man, that was that was first <laughs> date tip. Like yo, you want a second date? You know, you trying to really figure her out, figure him out. Um, take a little vintage vinyl. Yeah, vintage vinyl. And like yo, it's like you know, have a little scavenger hunt or just like yo, pick like pick three albums, pick three good albums, and it definitely will you know. Music is just such a, you know, Or oh, that post. bookstore there. Like, bookstore, look, too. Bookstore. That bookstore, because, yeah, you know, yeah. that the, the community, I can't think of the name of it, but community bookstore, have them, like, pick up, like, oh, get yourself a book, get them a flower, go mm-hmm. to the, you know, pick a CD. Right, right. And then, you know, second date, be like, what, Chase Park Plot? Or oh, Tivoli. Tivoli. Yeah, yeah. At the Tivoli. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, take them to there. This, oh, man, I missed the loop. Loop was so, ah, yeah. Shout out to the shout out to the loop or uh aka what is known now as uh Washington University Street. Oh (laughs) man, yo, I remember seeing I wish I took a picture of this, but this was like years, years ago. Um I I hang out with you a lot because uh they always have practices there, B Boy practices there. And um I remember seeing plans of like them like, you know, redecorating the loop and just like I remember the plants was just like having a bunch of Wachu logos everywhere in the loop and like 
reimagined. It was just like kind of a crazy look. And so it's just kind of come more, it's come to fruition a little bit because a lot of, they built that new kind of like loft, like apartment next to the pageant. And I was walking, I was like walking past that on the way here. I'm just like, man, like that looked crazy to me. I was looking at it like, yo, that's like, uh. And just seeing like closed businesses in the loop because of the trolley, the like mm-hmm. trolley that's been like being worked on for the last like two, or three, two no, or three, four no, years. Man. And like, it, ain't it, still yeah. like killed businesses and all that. So. It's, yeah, the loop is like the one, like, kind of always the sad thing is looking and see, like, oh man, because it used to be, it used to be real St. Louis culture in the loop, like, real St. Louis art. Like, I started going to loop in like 2000, but before that, I think it was like 98, mm-hmm. 97. My brother was taking me uh, school clothes shopping because my brother was like very stylish. I was like, yo, I want to dress like my brother, like, yo, he had to like. He used to ride the, uh, this, yeah, 90s, so he's used to Marlies Malone's, Mecca, the PNB. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that clothing store that was there, like the shirts, get the, yeah. get, man. Like. So I remember he was just like, he was taking me to the regular department stores. I was like, I don't see nothing, I don't see nothing like you wearing, I don't see nothing. I'm going to go one more spot, and he took me to the loop. And I, I'm i from the south side, so I went down, like, yo, what's this? Yo, what is he? He, like, took me to, I think, it was Avalon at the corner where the, I think it's a pizza spot where it's at right now. It's mm. in Avalon. And he took me there, and I remember I got a PNB shirt and I got some jeans, and that was like my favorite outfit. Like I was like, "Yo, I'm clean. Like I'm super. I got this PNB shirt. Nobody know. Like I think it was maybe who told my age for real. I was in middle school, so it was just like nobody know what PNB was. So I'm yeah. just like, "Yo, this is like." And also, I got made fun of too a little bit, maybe <laughs> like because, what's PNB? You know, like, yo, what this is this. this is, I was like, so. Um, but I just remember seeing that and going like 2000 and like going down there and like seeing street side records and seeing all these little, you know, mom and pop shops. Shout like, out to, uh, Brooklyn Kingsboro. Cause you know, oh, Brooklyn used to have that, that, uh, a poster, poster store. store. Oh, man, and poster I mean, store. I, I was going down there before the poster store, but when that came down there, right, right. it was like, it was like hip hop Mecca. Yeah. That like, was, yeah. yeah. I remember going to the poster store every time I was saying what's out the Brooklyn passing by that joint. I still got like a Dragon Ball Z poster I bought from there. It's still hanging on the wall. I got a Superfly poster that my, that my <laughs> father procured, and like so every time I come visit America, I see it like, oh yeah, yeah, that was my poster. Was, yeah. <laughs> but like I remember it had real culture back in the loop. I like I really missed that. That was just like something will probably not get back in the loop ever again because it's just all you know business, business, and a lot of business are failing, even like mm-hmm. the popular ones. So it's just. Like walking down there now, my age is kind of just like man, like, like six oh nine, just like it's a you know apartment building. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And it's like man, like remember the Delmar Lounge? It's just like that it was, was uh, a spot. Mission Taco. I Mission think, Taco yeah. now. So it's just like getting to the age, like wow, we're washed. Like yo, like it's like the loot was a popping spot. Like yo, so I remember I was thinking to myself, if I if I ran it like the big like Mega Millions, it was like one point nine billion. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm just gonna get like buy a strip. Yeah, and just, just like all my homies that got like small businesses. I'm like, look, y'all got a spot. It's gonna I like create my own. But like Cherokee tried to became like kind of how loot feel a little bit. But Cherokee and stuff, that's a different story. Uh, that's declining. So um, mm-hmm. anyway, going was, on, moving on. Moving. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Cherokee, Cherokee is pop- was popping, but like that's a whole different. That's another episode. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Cherokee. Um, yeah, so. Going back, going back. Uh, I don't know where you at right now. What time? What's the time? Uh, thirty minutes. We had thirty. We had thirty. Yeah. Minutes, 30 yeah. 30. yeah. Like we. Oh, that was good. <laughs> All right. So um. So 
Grew up from uh, East St. Louis. Yep. Uh, poetry. How you get into poetry? Uh, okay, so I used to be, when I was in high school, I went to Eastside. And I was a uh, part of his hip-hop group uh, called New Breed. And it was, you know, and they were kind of, easiest way to explain it was like, a mini version of Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> we, you know, we had like the whole Wu Tang Clan vibe, uh-huh. where it's like we all, I think we all rapped in different styles, mm. but we all had that you know, uh, lyrical miracle, uh-huh. like <laughs> technology. As a t- you know, annihilation of small town population. Yeah, so lethal in your cathedral. <laughs> they were um, majority of them were seniors, and I was a junior. Okay. So when they, you know, when they graduated. They went off to college and you know huh. the day thing, and I'm still in high school, and it was like pretty much by myself. And I'm like, yeah, uh, and it was some epiphany hit me. It was like, or an epiphany hit me. It was like, you could rap, but majority of the people who are rappers, like whatever these songs have, they don't stand on those words. Like, you know, they could change their mind. They could be like, yeah, you know what? My black queen, my black sister, you know, <laughs> writes to you. And then the next song be like, where them hoes at? You right, know? Right. So, and I felt like I wanted something where if I said it, not that I, I have to stand on it for 10 years, but it's like, it meant something right. and it, it, it held strong right. to me. So I was like, yo, let me switch over. It wasn't that hard, like from switching over from hip hop mm. to poetry, yeah. because I didn't I didn't change over like yeah my black none of that. <laughs> it's just, um, I kind of tailored more my my uh, words to try to reach those who like who I knew didn't like poetry, right. but he's right. And then I was taking at that time I started taking a poetry class. Uh, I can't think of the name of the teacher, but she is dope. Mm. Um, so. It was like learning how to write haikus, learning how to write like you know different type of proses, learning how to speak in public. Right. And the crazy thing is, like, it's easy for me now to speak in public, yeah. and I have to do it because I'm, I'm a teacher. Uh-huh. But then, even though I came from a hip hop background, I wasn't like the lead of that group. Okay. I was like man number four, right. you know. So. I might have a part, but I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and then I'm done. Like I can write, but I was like, oh. so I had to learn how to be comfortable. And think about this: when you're in high school and you're doing something performance-wise, especially if it's like not known, mm-hmm. you know, like if you sing right. and you're a great singer, oh yeah, the girls go cheer, everybody right, go cheer. Right. If you're a rapper, and this is like '98, '99, mm. if you're a rapper. If you're popular, yeah, they go cheer, but you might have like 15, 16 other rappers. Right. So, uh, you know, yeah. they might meme mug you or whatever. If you're doing poetry in 98 in <laughs> high school, you know what you get? Oh, man, you could make that to a rap song. Or it's like, uh, yo, what's that? What are you talking about? Right. You know, even though I wasn't talking about like the trees and the bees and uh, love. You know, it's still like, man, what is that? Right. Or they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but, I mean, you know, is that rap? Right, you know? right. It's just that, yeah. especially that mentality at that age, too. Um, that, and then, and then I think some understood because at that time, I think, like, Love Jones came out, like, the year before. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, like, some people 
knew about like the legacy, but not yeah. a lot of you know like East Side is still it's even it's to this day it's still separated. So mm -hmm. you still have a lot of people who I know a lot of people who have never been to Missouri wow. and they live you know two three miles away. You know, same different. I know people who've never been to Illinois right, or right. to the East Side and they live over here. You don't have to go, but that separation and and then doing something different other than just rapping and singing right. and trying to master that's you know it's like okay you know let me do this yeah yeah that's so, um uh, even like i can bank on that myself it's just like even remember in middle school i remember that's like have supposed to have a talent show but it never happened but yeah. i remember a big a big like a sign in the cafeteria just like oh we have a talent show and the bottom would say no rap yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And this is like, this is Fannie Middle on the south side of St. Louis. So mm -hmm. predominantly black school. Uh, because cute. they wouldn't think all rap had curse words. Right. So like, it's just like. They forgot that Will Smith was is a rapper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kid and play, you know. Yeah. I mean? um, and I remember, I'm just like, and I remember back then in middle school, I'm like, we do poetry? Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, that's pretty much no. I'm like, we can do poetry. Like, why well, can't do rap? And it's like, I remember some kids were like, oh, man, I want to rap. I said, just do a poem. Like, it's just it's all the same thing. They ain't say nothing about poems. And um, then, like, fast forward to high school, I, you know, I was, I got into breaking. I always been into breaking, but I got it breaking heavy. And so it was a talent show at high school. Like, my sophomore year, I was like, bet. Call my homie Nick. I'm just like, yo, we got a talent show. Let's do it. And um, Nick was like, he'd been graduated from high school. He's like, I think he's like in his 20s, like, coming into my high school, Roosevelt. And I'm um, doing, uh, they thought I was a student because he still looked look, look young. Mm -hmm. But um, in there, and it's just like, everybody made fun of me because I was breakdancing. So I was like, I dress differently, I talk differently. So being like the weirdo on the south side of St. Louis at Roosevelt High, I was just like, already. So remember breaking, like, I ended up winning, which was crazy. Wow. It's just like, I was like, yo, I ain't tripping off that. It was like singers, it was a bunch of rappers, like so many rappers. And like, because every, because you know, right. And, and this is the what pre Nelly, so that was that my uh, this was like Nelly just came out. Like, see, yeah. mine was like pre Nelly, so okay. but this was when everyone was um, either trying to sound like they were from like Cali, oh uh, yeah, over like gangster Cali, not like right. cool calm Cali, right, right, like gangster Cali or like the South, especially like, but like yeah, like uh, <laughs> what was it? Like uh, you had some cats trying to sound like Pimp C, right, right, you had. You had some cats trying to sound like uh, eight ball, right? Not, not right. MJG that much. I don't know why. I like MJG. <laughs> I liked them then, and right, I went to right. Wu Tang. Yeah, I was like, yo, MJG got. Uh, but and then Master P and all that. Right. You know? Oh yeah, that Master P. But like yeah. having the the, the Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> right? Mm -mm. Big, <laughs> Biggie, nah, it's Pac. Yo, <laughs> that's like yo. So this is kind of like thing I have to admit. Always, uh, I was afraid to admit, but I've been on my show. Um. I was never into Biggie. I was into Pac more. I didn't know about Biggie until the beef started, until, mm -hmm. like, Ryan Tommy died. And so, like, my brother, he mainly listened uh my brother and his crew always listened to the East Coast, majority East Coast. But, like, being we was in the Midwest, mm -hmm. we got everything. For, like, yeah. if you for real St. Louis and, like, especially growing up in the 90s, early 2000s, or even just anywhere, like, almost any era, like, yeah. we got all the music. We got, so, we had people that was, uh, that loved West Coast. DJ Quick put a, put us in a song like yeah. St. Louis just he like Compton. Here. He Compton and it's yeah. like and I don't know if you OGs have a story. Like, yeah, I remember that day. I remember that show we came here. 
and just like we you got you was part of West Coast or you had it. South people love Outkast. People love uh UJ UG uh UGK and uh A ball and yeah, love that and just like Tila. Tila, yeah, the yes. So you had everything, even Florida music, Luke, like, come on, mm-hmm. we had that like it would, people would play like ghetto house music. And it was just like it was such a mix. I remember my brothers and his crew mm-hmm. always like the early nineties would play a mix of everything. But like majority of my brother listened to East Coast like rap. So it was crazy. Like my father was, uh, I think he still kind of is. He was a big Tupac fan, right? And how because my, you know, like you ain't trying to be in the same thing as your parents. (laughs) I mean, not then. Because my father loved Tupac. Like he loved Prince, Parliament, and Tupac. And because he loved Tupac, I didn't listen to Tupac. And the thing was, I wasn't listening to Biggie. I was listening to Wu Tang Clan. Like that was, you know, like I I started listening to Biggie. I think I say like hip when hypnotized came out. Because okay, I recognized yeah, yeah. like that flow. I was like, right. wait, this flow is smooth. It's like smoother than Method Man's flow. Right, right. You know? Like, but I was I was Wu Tang to yeah, like yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a member of Wu Tang Clan, for real. You couldn't tell me nothing. Like uh, like in fact, like my, my my girlfriend, she makes fun of me to this day about my rap name. I had <laughs> Then I thought it was like some on some Wu Tang ish, mm-hmm. and now when I tell her, like she sometimes she forget, but then like when she gets mad, she brings it back up. Right. My rap name was Fleece. Fleece. F L E E C E. I had I was like yeah, Fleece the scene. Well, you know on some Wu Tang stuff. Yeah, Fleece. I didn't know Fleece was like a warm. Jacket <laughs> that you I, wear. I hit you. I hit you with my. I hit yeah, you with a two like, piece yeah, while like, wearing my like, fleece. Like yo, it's cold outside. I put on my fleece. Like I, I had no idea. You know, walk out the house with my fleece and said like, peace. But like yeah, but like I'm gangster. Look at my fleece jacket. Like nah, like like what you wearing? I'm wearing this fleece overcoat. It's, like, it's yeah. all blue. It's all creepy, baby. Yeah, yeah, you know so. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was, I was Wu Tang. Nah, nah. You know. Yeah, it was, took me, um, it took me a minute really get into hip hop. Like, I was like, at that time, my brother would blast it in the house all day, like, cause he rapped. He was like yeah. legendary, ruckus yeah, crew. Yeah. Um, so he shout all, out to them. Yeah, man. shout out, man, and I can't wait to have them on the well, show. Like, that's crazy. I, I feel, I feel you. <laughs> Wu Tang. Well, for me, because you know, like, I spent my early teenage years in Germany. Okay. So the first thing people, the first thing I got into was not hip hop. Uh. First thing I got into was punk rock because uh. that's what they played on the radio. Which is black. Yeah, it was black. black. Yeah, it was black. black. You know what I'm saying? Music. It was like like I got into it went from Jimi Hendrix to like corrosion of conformities wow. and like wow. nine is nails. <laughs> then the first like I've heard I heard hip hop like when I was here as a kid, mm. but it was still like that heavy D no cuss and oh, okay. you know. And then so I'm Germany in Germany and, and getting in trouble and the first hip hop vulgar song I hear was like um it was O D B. He mm. had a song. And he it was like I think uh I don't know if it was him and Method Man or whatever, but it was it was an ODB song, and I know he had just gotten shot because mm. they were talking about it on the radio and they were playing the song. It was like 
ending her 36 chambers just came out and odb's album didn't come out at the time but it was like so crazy right right yeah i'm like yo what is this because they played it on a punk rock station wow yeah and like it's like oh like this is hip-hop mm. you know and this is cool and so i left germany later like I, earlier the mm. next year right and then the first video i see it's crazy like my grandmother who passed Early this year, she only loved two songs. Mm. Um, Firestarter by Prodigy, by the Prodigy, nah. and Old Dirty Bastard, Brooklyn Zoo. <laughs> and I think that was the that was the video. I think right, it was, right. Brooklyn was like, shame on you. And like, it was like, yeah. yo. And because I can't, you know, came on journey with the punk rock kids. Right, right. And I'm the black kid. Yeah. So when I seen this, and I'm, I'm here in the States again, I'm like, Yo, this is what I'm on. Like right, this is right. like punk rock, but like yeah. with a black spin, and they grimy and they you yeah, know, like yeah. yeah. That's what people love about Wu Tang. So it was just like very raw and grimy, mm-hmm. and just like the different styles, and just like them just hitting. Like it was just like I don't know when I got into Wu Tang. Like it took a little time. Yeah. Um, I think everybody. I was like one people that went instantly, you know, connected with meth. Yeah, this meth had that flow and just like for me, it was ODB. It was like yeah. this dude is crazy. OD, I love ODB too. Just like yeah. Brooklyn Zoo is just like because the him just uh, spitting. Yeah, and then when yeah. doing the chorus at the end, it's repeating it. Yeah, over and over. So it was just like, yo, it's just like. But uh, when Wu Tang Forever came out, that's when I got to Wu Tang. That's mm, uh, it's my brother's. My brother, my yeah, my other brother Fence, and uh, all the homies used to come to the house. Yeah. That was like our house was the hangout spot, and so they would watch you know, uh, Rap City, mm-hmm. and um, so they would watch videos. I'm trying to watch cartoons. I'm just like we got to share a TV and everything. True. And so like coming in, all the homies coming in, just like I remember Triumphant came on. Oh yeah. And I just remember like the it blew it, video. That blew my mind like seeing Triumphant just like especially inspected that like. You know, one of the greatest open Socrates philosophies and hypotheses. Yeah. Like, just like, yo, and seeing the video was just, like, insane. And then, like, them just spitting and just, like, it's a long song. It's no chorus. Yeah. And just, it's just catch the spin and the view was just insane. I was like, yo, what is this? Like, wow. It was just, like, at that age, it just blew my mind. So, man, like, yeah, Wu-Tang. I remember even, like, in middle school, um... We was like we had like little houses, not houses, but like mm-hmm. it was like little. Um, they called it houses, but we always uh, this was the yeah, ninth grade, so they would split uh, all the ninth graders up until like all right, this is this house, this house. We the name our houses, so I was like, let's call a house the Wu Tang House, and everybody uh, just looked at me like it's like the clicks. They was like, no, it's called a Cash Money House. I'm just like Cash Money uh, just came yeah, out, yeah. and it was like, no, it's name Wu Tang. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I was like, let's I remember, name it Wu Tang. I remember that's high school clicks. It was like uh, Wu Tang click. Uh, what else? It was the Bone Thugs and Harmony click. Right. It was like the the Player Fly. I'm just like, I'm like, they have Player Fly. Like, cause she's like, I could see like Three Six Mafia, but but cause he came out first. You right, know what right. I'm saying? So, but they changed the Three Six Mafia yeah. click and all. You know. Like, play it white, hey, play it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, good times, good times. So, all right, um, yeah. moving on. So, yeah, talk about Taiwan. Like, what's the reason you moved out there and how's your experience been? Okay, so, um, basically, I went through the military first. I did eight years in the army. Okay. Um, practiced medicine and, you know, practicing as, as a soldier, 
and also in the civilian side, like surgical right. medicine. And that was like my my goal was like, yo, I'm gonna open up a clinic, right. you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be like this, you know, this big person in medicine. And I started to see, because I'm in Illinois, right. I'm starting to see like how the medical field is changing, not only out here, but just like their closing of hospitals oh, and. Man where it was like the insurance factor mm. was starting to be like play a heavy role and not only that like they were starting to change a lot of the icd-9 coding where right. they would code you this so they could you know so your insurance company would pay you would pay less for it okay and i'm like i don't, don't want to practice if i can only help you and then i'm labeling as this so it's like you have sarcoidosis, but we're labeling it as asthma, right. and we're gonna label this as glaucoma. So your insurance, instead of paying what ten thousand, right. they gonna pay five hundred dollars. Wow, you know. So uh, I was in school, finishing. I'm not gonna say the school, you know, cause <laughs> still, you know no shout outs. <laughs> um, but I was finishing school, and I knew. That every time, like, I, one thing I would do is I would, during spring breaks, I would leave. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man. I, right, would, right. I would leave and I would apply to, like, work at different companies and, and different things. And so one time I, I left for, no, I left for Italy. Okay. And some, it was just one of those, you know what, I want to go to Italy. Mm. And I was telling like my homeboy who was like my little brother. It's like, yo, man, uh, hey, I know some and I had a homegirl who worked for the child this is when you can get them buddy passes, but you pay uh. a little bit. <laughs> so she's like, yo, uh and she was she liked him. Mm. And she's like, yo, tell your brother, uh, if he comes up with like half, I could get the other half and you know, you can um yeah, I could both be out there. And I told I told him I was like, yo, you know, three months, boy, get your passport or whatever. And get your money up, like $350. Okay. You know, and she'll pay the other half. You know, buddy passes the other half because she couldn't give it. Right, right, right. He never never did. Ah. (laughs) So I went to Italy. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to go to England. And I went to England and I met up with, you know, and I'm I'm the type, like, I'm never unfamiliar anywhere I go. So like I am a personal person, so I'm gonna meet people, and I'm, I have this kind of habit of becoming people's like almost best friend quickly, <laughs> you know. Like I'm a person, like, I'm a short dude, I'm, I ain't, like I ain't tall, I'm, I'm five seven, yeah. but my personality, people are like, oh yeah, you know what? That's my best friend. <laughs> I'm like I, I guess, you know. <laughs> so I end up talking with some people. And one of them was the, um, he was the executive of a museum there. It was under the, um, under the, the, uh, the National Museum of England, but there's like small branch. Okay. So he was like, you could be a curator's assistant. You don't have to know anything about, you know, art, whatever. You just be like the helper for the curator. And. I was like, yeah, I could, because my school was half online, half in class. So I went there, 
and stayed there for like seven months wow. in, in London, you know, and, and and this is like, you know, after the Milan thing. Mm-hmm. I'll get I'll get back to the Milan thing <laughs> with the my bro. So I'm there, I'm like, and I'm seeing all these these people and you know, my background is in medicine and mm-hmm. I'm studying, you know, like medical admin, you know. So and something's like I knew that I would have to go back eventually and, you know, like kind of finish my classes. But I wasn't really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't feeling like working in the museum, it was just, you know, you hearing the stories and I started seeing like when I would go to like the bars and stuff. Right. I would see all the like these young white girls who were traveling all through Europe. Yeah, yeah. Like they would finish high school and they're like, Oh yeah, we're backpacking through <laughs> like Spain and blah 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 and you know and whatever or we're doing this and that I'm like and I have two younger sisters and and I felt like I was a little bit older because you know I did military I'm mm-hmm. like yo I would love for my sisters two black women to do this right right and a lot of it was like yo I would be dope if my sister could do this and I would tell them and it was like, you know, I guess they weren't interested or it seemed it didn't seem feasible to them. So I do the the museum job, whatever, and it's alright. And I go back home. And my cousin who had at the time had been or he was still I think he was still living in Singapore. He's like an older cousin. Uh-huh. He came and he came with his wife and um, you know, you, you know when, how black people are when someone comes from far. Yeah, had that family <laughs> right, yeah. hangout thing. And my sisters was there and other people, you know, all my family was there. And he's talking about Singapore. And I'm trying to get like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, listen, listen. Mm. And my sisters was uninterested. So I'm like, you know what? Let me check this out. Right. Let me, let me peep. Let me put my ears up. So I'm hearing, and he's there with his family. He got, at that time, a new baby, just got married, and his wife uh, was working for World Bank, and that's like 500000 Wow. Now, I knew I wasn't going to go to, <laughs> to Asia and get that $500,000. Uh. You know, I'm like, no. Like, but I was like, yo, how is it living over there? And he's like, yo, it's, uh, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to be a black person in another place because the expectations of you or this, they might own the negatives they have of you are what America or the West has created. What right. they see from movies. If you show them different, or if you build something there, then you know they're not like, oh yeah, all these black people are criminals and robbers and whatever. And another thing is, the one of the most global or one of the most global people. Are like Ibu Nigerians. They're oh, yeah. everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. So I'm like, yo, if Nigerians are everywhere, shit, I could go where the Nigerians <laughs> go. Like, if they accept Nigerians as Nigerians mm-hmm. are some black, they are black black people. <laughs> well, I can I can go there too and see. Right, right. So, um, was came back, and. It was, and you know, caught to the cousin or whatever, but it was still like, uh, you know, let me finish this school, let me, you know, whatever. So, what happened was like, I'm at my place, I was living in Maryland Heights at the okay. time. I'm in my place, 
finished his school, and my bro had came over, him and his lady. And he was amazed by my place in Maryland Heights because we're from the east side. Right, right. And he was like, yo, he was talking about it like it was just like the greatest thing in the world. Mm. And I had to, you know, ask him, like, go to the side, like, yo, when I was trying to get you to come to Italy, right? you know, like, you was indifferent, and you didn't even try to, like, get your stuff. Why are you, like, acting like, you know, because the, the Taco Bell is up the street and <laughs> the grocery store is the street over? Like, this is just, like, living it. Right. And he said he couldn't see. Like he couldn't, imp- he couldn't impress people. They wouldn't believe him if he was in Milan. Right. They wouldn't believe him if he was in England. Mm. But this whole moving out the hood and you know, yeah. getting you a place out like in the West County, that's like this, this idea. Yeah. It's like, wow, yeah. I made it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I've lived around people my whole life who think like who are literally like, oh man, oh he moved to he moved across that river. Oh, he doing it, you know, just cause yeah. from the east side to oh, you living in the county? Oh yeah, well you still you still a nigga, <laughs> right, like yeah. yo, uh, yeah, yeah, I just moved only like forty five minutes away driving. Right. There is no difference. Yeah, but that showed me like yo, you know what? I cannot limit my scope of what I do, and I can't. And sometimes I can't take people. Yeah. But I, if if I if if it's there and I'm able to see it, why why not? Right. Why the, not? You know. That's the most thing I would see. Like a lot of black people, some some but not some but not all some but not all. Yeah. I just you know they will have that hood mentality. Just like you know some some I'm, will hold themselves back. Yeah. Some and just can't yeah. picture themselves like yo I can't. Oh, I'll go to Italy or I'll like, go oh, to like, Japan. Oh, they like, said white people shit. Yeah, or, it's just or, like. What's crazy? It's crazy. You would think, because, like, right now, like, I, I'm, you know, part of, like, the black travel movement, yeah. the black expat movement, all that. You still have those same people, mm-hmm. like, the same type of thinking, even there. We're like, oh, uh, nah, I ain't gonna go to Africa. Nah, I'll I go to Paris. Oh, or yeah, no, nah, like look, look, or like, oh, why wouldn't why wouldn't live in Asia? You know how they feel about black people? No, <laughs> I'm I'm in Asia, or but like, yo, I I, I just want to take pictures on the beach, or you know, and nothing wrong with taking pictures on the beach if that's right. your thing. I mean, and you know, I'm not knocking, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's like it's so much. Life is short and long, right. It's so many beach pictures, but it's also so many things that you can you can experience right. that you know, like yo, instead of going to Paris, go to Nice. Yeah, you know. That's I mean, right. no no disrespect to Paris. Heck, check out Germany. Heck, check out South Africa. Yeah, check out Somalia. Check out these other places. You know, yeah. and it's like um even a stereotype of uh, black people traveling. It's just like mm-hmm. oh, you know, black people go to the Caribbean. Yeah. That's it. Like black people go to the group. People go. Black people go to Jamaica, Puerto Rico, uh. or Cancun, and just all the Bahamas. It's just like, and or, the crazy part is just like I'm trying to travel more, and like I like I fall in that stereotype. I've been to Jamaica twice. I've been to the Bahamas. The only time I, uh. other time I've been out the country, I've been to Toronto. So it was just like one that my state was just like 
you know, people got to get out of mindset. It's like, you can't afford to mm. get out of the country. You can go across the Atlanta or the Pacific. Mm. And just like most people think traveling, oh, man, I went to the Caribbean. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand, like, look, that does open, you know what I'm saying, like experiences going to the Caribbean, going yeah, to Jamaica. Yeah. And sometimes it's like this, the, the cost of it, the group, like, the or it's the, the group mentality. Oh, we want to go to Jamaica because my cousin went to Jamaica because his friend went to Jamaica because right, right. I heard in Jamaica he got weed or whatever right. and blah, 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 blah <laughs> in Jamaica. Or like, oh, I go, I'm going to go to the Dominican Republic because I heard, you know what I'm saying, right. the women love us in the Dominican Republic yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And that's it because my boy, his boy, and his other boy, they went there. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's just like the, uh, the common thing. So that's yeah. what like. Another reason I want you on the show because I'm like I know you well travel, so it's yeah, like being like hit fifty countries, man. Uh, 50, fifty. I, I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm a dude from East St. Louis, right? And you know, I'm like, well, look, my fiftieth country was Thailand. You would have, like, I was like, man, Thailand is some dude's like first country, you know, right? And, and it's like I hit there, I was like, oh, wow. And I still, I got like, I think five or six places lined up, like right. before the end of the year. Man, you know? that's like, that's, you know. And, and it's just, it's, and it's not even like I'm trying to brag or like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm finna go to here and here. It's, it's just, it kind of, it kind of happens that way uh-huh. where it's like, oh yeah, you gotta go to so and so. And other times it's like, it's like, oh man, uh, I got this, this break for like three, four days. It's like, okay, let me, See a flight. Oh, this flight is available. Where's it to? It's to Sri Lanka. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, or like, oh, you, you know, oh, we got to go to Japan? Like, oh, okay, we can go right. to Japan this weekend. And right. that's like, yeah. uh, shout out to the homie uh, Steve. Uh, <laughs> that's the most AKA weird name, uh, Tasty Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I can never say it, right? Like, call another grown man. Like, Tasty yeah, Steve. It's not saying, like, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. Shout out delicious <laughs> Mike. Like, like, like Moist Morris, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a hard My homie Steve, he go by, like, I think his Twitter handle is, I think his Instagram handle is Tasty Steve. And that's, uh, but he. Does he this, make any cakes or anything? No, you know, the, uh, he played video games for a living. Okay. Um, and it's like, he's from. Gamer tag, too. Tasty yeah, Steve. yeah. Uh, and the crazy thing, I, I like. I hate to be that person playing video games. It like, yeah, yeah, I'm beating you, Tasty Steve. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, I just beat Tasty Steve. Oh, he lost. He ain't Tasty no more. Like. Uh, definitely he'll be on a future show and whenever he's in town but like just he uh, traveled to Japan I was like yo you made it but he literally played video games for a living he was literally on TBS doing yeah. com- he uh, did commentary on TBS for playing video games so that's just something amazing Steve. so like just to know and he's from the hood he's from the north side and just like you know you can travel you can travel you can get this opportunity for you to travel and go so um, just to like you can do it. Like, you listening, you can travel with us, you know. And, and, as much money we spend on, like, every little thing, you know, there's always, you know. That's and, and also, like, let me let me keep kick this fact. If you can go to Miami, because, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people that go to Miami right, you know, and right. go to, like, New Orleans and whatever. Nice. So, it depends on when the season, it depends on where you look at. Shout out uh, Skyscanner. Shout uh, out Hip Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can afford a flight to Miami, you can afford a flight to Portugal. Wow. You know, if you can afford a flight to New Orleans, you can afford a flight to England. 
you know, yeah, yeah. because it's like, and, but some people are like, oh man, I gotta get a passport or blah 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 yeah, blah blah like, blah. Well, blah, actually, blah. if you live in Missouri, you kind of have to need a passport yeah, to even fly yeah, out yeah. the plane. Like they still pushing it back. I don't know where it's at right now, but uh, I remember they kept getting yeah. extensions, extensions, but to a point like you can't get on an airplane with a Missouri ID. So unless you have Illinois ID too, or like you yeah. need a passport just to fly yeah. out Missouri, because like for a reason Missouri won't get that. And also, right. it's you know. Right now, is is I can understand if some people don't have a passport for certain reasons, like yeah, you know, child support or yeah, yeah. you know, I can understand that. But right now, in this political arena that you are going through <laughs> in America, you look, look, hey, all them people are like, well, my family built this country. I ain't gonna leave. Hey, I, bro, <laughs> it's better. To have an option if you want to leave, right, or if you need to leave, then they're like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna ride this thing up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what? They knocked, they stopped all the jobs, and um, you know, the the money is just getting lower, and uh, yeah. and they kicked me out the crib because you know they <laughs> they just bought up all these places and mm-hmm. made them expensive. Man. I'm gonna stay here. No, no, look, go where you're. Go where you can not only survive but thrive. Exactly, exactly. Yo, it's more so much opportunities outside this country. Yes. yes. And so like I think it's also propaganda from this country to kinda like even towards black people, like, oh, you know, even to like Africa, like don't go to Africa. So I mean diseases, I, I, you'll die. And like of course the Africans don't like you because they put that information into I'm, the I'm Africans like, head. I'm gonna let, you know, let you know this. But it's like Africans love us. It's like, oh yeah, like but it's also they mean they also try to pump their pump yeah. mentality into them too, like oh, oh American, yeah, you black Indian, Americans, bad this people. and that. Yeah, they are. But it's just like in general, like yo, they love us as much as we love them. So and let, and let me like, tell you something. Uh, not all Africa is like destitute and you know harsh. Look, Mozambique is beautiful. Right. Mo- Mozambique, shh, go over there talking that. Oh yeah, it's the third one. Mm-mm. They got more money than you ever see. All right, they want. That's you what know? they want you to be. That's why yeah. China is trying to get into yeah, it. Yeah, go to. That's a different yeah, story. Yeah, go to go to go to uh go to parts of South Africa. You be like, oh wait, I don't got enough money. Yeah. 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 So uh, all right, we're gonna try to yeah. wrap it up a little bit. Most so uh, but um, real quick, uh, I guess um, yeah, we guess uh, talk about living in Taiwan real quick. We're gonna hit that and uh, yeah, end the show off. On living that. living in Taiwan like. First off, it's easy because Taiwan is convenient. So, like, um, and then it's a low cost of living, higher quality of living in in the U.S. So, like, my place, like, I have a two-bedroom place that's nice size. Mm. I pay, like, $300. Wow. Um, You know, like, and I'm I'm an educator. I'm I'm not an English teacher. I'm an actual teacher, actual educator. And the pay is great i'm not gonna save my pay because you know <laughs> i ain't trying to be robbed out here while i'm here <laughs> but yeah and then um heck uh the international what's crazy is the international schools like throughout the world especially asia they pay three to four times what most teachers make here mm, i can believe that. yeah you know i can believe <laughs> and they're starting to be and i'm seeing that the international schools they're starting to be like a lot more black people yeah. You know, like, look, I I feel you. I commend people who want to teach in their hometown or teach them. But if you're trying to, you shouldn't have to fight for your paycheck. Right. You shouldn't have to fight for your resources. 
you, you know, you, sometimes you might have to take your talent somewhere else, <laughs> maybe globally. Yeah. Um, Taiwan is living in Taiwan. I think the only hardship about living in Taiwan is like certain items I can't get. Mm-hmm. You know, like certain things, certain things I miss. Sometimes I miss family or whatever. And, you know, it's like 14 hours ahead of here, 13, 14 hours ahead. But everything's convenient. Like, if I wanted to go and eat a steak every day, I can because it's, it's, you know, it's Mm. cheap. You know, (laughs) if I wanted to go to like, hey, I'm going to go to the Philippines. Okay. It's a one hour flight and it's it's not, it's like $100. Wow. Um, if I look like I got a scooter and scoot, my scooter is faster than most people's bikes, wow. motorcycles, because that's you know the national vehicle. Mm. You know the Taiwanese. You might you know, like I, I think majority of my neighbors all have BMWs. Wow. You know, and then seeing a the Lamborghini there is like oh this is a cup of coffee. It's like <laughs> as common as that. It's like oh you have a Bentley. Okay, whatever. We don't care. Mm. You know. Because it's one of the four Asian tigers, so it's the the cost of living is low, okay, but the quality of living is high. Like, um, it's very clean. Mm. Like, I think that this year they only had three murders. Wow. Yeah, you know it's um low crime. There are cameras everywhere, so you ain't go. So if you do something, you ain't gonna get away. Mm. Like they they caught you on camera, um and. You know, some that stereotype about Asian drivers, some of them do prove <laughs> it to be true. Oh, wow. You know, but <laughs> but generally it's like um it's a great place to live. Like this is that's where I'm at. That's oh. that's my that's my place. That's my permanent place. Like most people who go to like other parts of like who are expats who oh. go to other countries in Asia, they might sit there three, four years or whatever. Some like Korea, South Korea, they might stay there two years. Taiwan, the av- typical person stays there 15 years, 20 wow. years. You know, they build families there, you know. Oh, and Taiwanese are some of the most friendly people in the world. Like, wow. they're extremely helpful. Huh, cool, you know, they cool. are extreme. They will give you the shirt off their back, and in the, in the <laughs> end, they'll make you another one. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy, you know. Oh, man, good, uh, good. Sorry. I'm gonna wrap the show up, man. Definitely, man. We feel like we can go another like two hours. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Like, but, uh, but, you know, time. Yeah, but um, yeah. I'm trying to hopefully. I don't know. I might add music to the show or not, but yeah. But definitely, man. Thank you, thank you again for coming through, bro. Uh, it's my all pleasure, love. man. Oh man, good chopping up game with you. Um, anything you want to leave off, man? Anything? Any gems? You I feel like this. Uh, travel for people. Travel the world. Don't think that it's out of your reach, especially if you're a youth. Look, I want, like, you don't have to, like, deal with all the ish in America, especially, like, if you're going to college, look at international schools. They're cheaper, and if you learn the language, you can set yourself up, like, you know, like, what? The cost of going to uh, getting, a master, getting a bachelor's in Taiwan it's like about five thousand uh, dollars. Masters is like about between four to six thousand dollars. So you spend like what twelve thousand, you have a whole masters, man. man. And you know, probably learning the language, and you're rubbing shoulders with global people. Um, 
I wish I want I want to see more of us as like we're traveling. Black people are starting to travel. Yeah. But I want to see more of us as expats and not just older in their forties, but like younger and who are you know bringing this different thing because how the the environment changes and the the um, the uh, togetherness and you know diversity. No. It's like when they see more of us, then they're they're they stop having these negative yeah. thoughts about yeah. us, especially if we're productive. Like where I'm at, there's a lot of Caribbeans and a lot of South Africans. It's it's a couple of black people. In fact, some from St. Louis. Mm. But you know, when I first got there, it was a little bit harder for us. Now it's 40, 50 of us. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, ah, you cool, know, cool, cool, so, yeah, and stead steadily growing. So, ah, cool. all yeah. right, so. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ceiling Fans. Oh, man, feel good to be back, man. All right, finally. Hopefully, I try to be consistent with this. Uh, what time are we at? I don't know. 70 minutes. 70 minutes. Oh, I kind of planned that in my head a little bit. I like, it's going to be around 70 minutes. Good. All right. So, there's going to be music on the show. I don't know what songs I played. Uh, playlist is on the description below. <laughs> I definitely be some Wu-Tang in that joint. Definitely some Wu-Tang. Uh, like, I don't know what else I'm going to put on there. But also, so... Uh, Thank you, uh, you know, follow me on the social medias. Uh, I don't know, Marty, I-D-U-N-N-O-M-A-R-T-Y. Uh, where they can reach you at? If you, uh, get uh, out, if you, I don't know, you get it on your see, socials. like, uh, on Instagram at mr.mr.brandon. Uh, Facebook, probably not, because I got 5,000 people. So, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of semi-popular. But, um, and just, you know, it's like... Wherever, like if they see, you know, D.I.M. Dot Brandon. Alright, facts. Alright, man, we're gonna end the show off, man. Carry on tradition. Carry on tradition. Besides the fact a nigga never been this swank as me, I like that. Until I shine, I sit patiently. So like that, I fold it back, scroll it back, and roll the fatty smoke savvy. Not dipping over, mad them thinking what they probably should've did before. But all my girls is going for an onion in hills. It ain't about the Ralph though. Tell your horse, chill, don't need the grill to feel like I'm real, nigga. If he can't see the light, then shine, he'll figure still. Six figure deals, what the hell? Since the age of six, I knew the name would ring a bell. And six more years to wonder what the time would tell. That's 666, still no signs of a 360 deal. Neither did I sell myself. Records spending my day self. The DJ sell myself for reflex off the reflex before I told Nothing is something, we made it out of it. Mink drag the floor, tell Peter Pete the exoticness. I see you rappers, energy funny, that's politics. I love them all, bitches, water wall like a hieroglyph. Summer bodies take off spring, I tell a swallow it game. Don't be a lost flame, come live out your dreams. Used to sleep on floors, now we riding ghosts. Ouija board, cherry oak, sweet decor. Boy, your life is seen before. Clean, kiss rain, big blames in 16. Sweet, think it's a game till your shit gets split screen. Can I dream? A fly cars, holes with two degrees. Just know when you the king, jealous eyes float the scene. Vintage Peacoat, nigga flowing like he could have been the king of each coast I'm the card and he knows
We have come so far, so far to go.